0: what's going on guys episode 39 or potentially could be 40 i can't remember it's been a few weeks since i've done an episode but i wanted to take this opportunity where i haven't done a few haven't done an episode in a few weeks and some guests have have been pulled out essentially it's it's near christmas the time of this recording so you know understandable busy time of year or family orientated time of the year so this was an episode i was gonna record um multiple times but just never really got around to doing it what i was going to do this back in september 2019 as the very first episode and it's taken me 39 or 40 episodes to, to get to this but if you're someone who's been listening for however long one episode or 39 episodes first of all thanks for listening but you may not know much about me or maybe you don't care much about me either but if you do, I wanted to use this opportunity to talk a little bit about who I am, who the host is, and how I kind of got into natural bodybuilding, because it's it's definitely not a normal thing, I suppose. It's not mainstream, especially in, in the part of the world that I live in, which is Ireland, but I know there's a lot of UK listeners. Maybe it's a little bit more normalized in, in the US, but uh, in Ireland, this is definitely not normal. So I suppose, how do I even get into lifting? Well when i was younger around 14 15 i started um i started playing basketball i'd always played sports my my dad is quite you know sporty um not really anymore i think he still runs but he doesn't do any other sports um anymore but he you know he'd always play sports he actually got a black belt in kickboxing he she started only i think when he was 30 or so like that and uh, so he did that for pretty much my whole life, or my whole child life, he did kickboxing, so he was someone that was quite, you know, physical, physically active, and yeah, I got into, this, I did played football, like soccer, and golf, and kickboxing as well for a few years, and basketball was something I took up when I was 14, and it wasn't, I don't know why, but it was just a sport that I excelled at, I'm not that tall, I'm five foot eleven which is like 180 centimeters, or maybe 179, and uh, I just was good at it, and when typically if you like something, you do it more, so I got better at it, and uh, and then I was good at it, so I did it more, and it got better again, and uh, and then by the time I was like 17 or 18, I was playing for the Irish team, which isn't a huge feat, compared to, say, playing for like the Spanish team, or the American team, but I was decent, and, um, and you know, I played that, like, five six seven times a week and when i was about 16 or so maybe 15 there's a year in school called transition year in ireland it's kind of like a not a gap year but it's a year where there's no exams and you have a little bit more time and a lot of people in ireland joined the gym at that year because you're old enough i think you may have to be 15 to join a gym and i joined and i started getting some pretty good results i trained consistently all the time you know three days a week if I remember back and looking at some of the logs before I trained Monday Wednesday Friday doing the legs push and pull so just train them once a week fairly standard split you know something I probably found on Google and um and I got some decent gains I was I coincided my training with like good nutrition I started the supplement to protein I remember at the time um I was like kind of embarrassed to be taking protein, I wasn't really sure, I used to like have the protein tub in my bedroom rather than in the kitchen and uh, I hadn't a clue how to take it I just thought you know I needed to take this post-workout and um, I wasn't aware of nutrition really that much at all but of course starting to get results and just to trying to take my results to the next level I suppose I started to look more into nutrition, and read more about it. Um, the information that I was reading is probably pretty crappy, but I started reading I Think Men's Health magazine. and um, some information there. I followed kind of diets from that, and I remember distinctly looking at a Slam magazine, which is a basketball magazine, and I had a subscription to that since probably I started playing basketball. Um, don't anymore, but I did at the time, and I remember seeing a um a Slam magazine cover with Dwayne Wade and Shaq on the front, Shaquille O'Neal, and they were just, they looked like, they looked jacked, basically, now if I look back at the same um, same cover, they don't look that big, but at the time to me, as 15 or whatever, they looked jacked, and I, want, I really wanted to look like that, I don't know if it was because they were like my idols, because they were basketball stars in the NBA, which I kind of aspired to 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 do or be in, or the fact that they're actually just jacked that I want to be like them. But I started training and that was kind of my goal to be, like, get get more muscular. And like I said, I started to get some, some decent results. And as I just trained more and was more consistent, I started reading more about nutrition and training and all this kind of stuff. And I... Of course, like ed- everybody does, like a rite of passage. I spent like tons of money on supplements, and he used to go to this one supplement store, which is like a 45 minute bus ride away, and uh, and spend ages there, like just chatting to the guy about the different supplements. Like most of them are obviously bogus, but he was a nice guy, he's a Polish guy, and he was probably like double my age. I was like 17, he's like 35 or something, and uh, he was a bodybuilder, he didn't compete in bodybuilding, but like he he liked bodybuilding and he, you know, he wasn't natural, he took stuff and he was pretty jacked and he trained hard and eventually, uh, you know, we became friends and he gave me a gym pass to the gym that he trained in, it was a bit more hardcore than the gym I trained in and he had some like Polish friends who were also into bodybuilding, it's like Eastern European thing, the guys like to lift And, and I eventually joined that gym and started training with him and there were some pretty intense sessions and to be honest, it's probably my last. That's it was my last ever kind of consistent training partner, and um, and I really enjoyed it. And I remember when I was eighteen, I went to my first bodybuilding show in Ireland in a place called Limerick, which is about four hours drive. And funnily enough, at my very first bodybuilding show that I ever went to to attend, uh, Ronnie Coleman was the guest poser. He just he just um, finished up his kind of competitive career maybe two years before so he wasn't as big as he was but by all means he was still jacked and it wasn't like a pro show or anything like that it was in the standards and great in ireland in terms of the untested bodybuilding but it was it was still good and the guys were still huge you know like 100 kilos 220 pounds on stage the biggest guys and i just really really liked it I, i i liked the way the guys looked they were like when you go into the room and the, the guys have just physical presence and it just draws attention I just really aspired to look like that at least at least back then and that's kind of how I you know thought well this is kind of what I want to do Um, and I was learning more about nutrition and still reading about it a lot of it was from like bodybuilding.com at the time I kind of found Lane Norton natural bodybuilding and I was reading the forums with um from logs of competitions from people who have actually been on this podcast the likes of alberto nunez eric helms um jeff alberts um i think even brett freeman who i did the last podcast he was on a few logs uh, I, I read like i was reading about you know people preparing for shows this is back you know 07 08 09 i think maybe maybe i was reading them about 2009 and Yeah, I just really got all my information from that. So, you know, some of it was good, some of it was bad. Some of it, you know, it's kind of like a rite of passage. I was getting information, like I said, from magazines, like Men's Health and just any kind of article. I was just lapping up everything, like reading everything. Pretty basic stuff at the time, but, you know, it was was better than not knowing anything. Then I I really wanted to go and do nutrition in in college. I didn't really think I could get a job in it, to be honest, but I I really wanted to do it and I applied. Um but the way the system works here in Ireland is you've you know there's very limited places in in kind of in few courses so some courses are very very difficult to get into you need to be like an A plus student so like medicine or veterinary or um, dietetics which is what I applied for they're they're very difficult there's only like 20 spots in the whole country and I was like an A minus student so I was actually pretty good but uh, wasn't good enough to get into it so my second choice was business and French so I went to college and did that, um, for for the the duration of my undergraduate, and I still really did enjoy basketball, um, throughout my teens. And but b- by the time I got to my late teens, I I started to just really fall in love, or or I suppose the love for lifting weights and bodybuilding and physical culture took over from my love of basketball, and I you know once the kind of teen years finished and i was going to college i kind of grew out of basketball and kind of pretty much stopped and then after my first year of college i went to canada for a year for not a year for about about a half a year about say five months for like in between yeah, first year and second year and and i took that period to be really serious with my nutrition and my training and it was like my first time ever living at home i was 19. the gyms over there were like very good in toronto and you know food was good supplements were good that you could get um and i kind of had control over everything i worked like a pretty sh- shitty job I was like a painter um but i had a free time to go and train in a good gym that was near me and and that year was the first time i ever went to my first pro bodybuilding show so i went to like the ifbb pro show over there in toronto um, and that was another level like i saw guys like ben pokolsky frank mcgrath um, a few other guys who if people are like bodybuilding he'll, they'll know and it just further built up my kind of love for bodybuilding or interest in bodybuilding I should say and that summer I actually had hired a coach so I, I kind of posted a bit on forums one called muscular development it's a magazine it's still in print but not many people kind to of buy it anymore I guess but they had a forum where you could kind of post and ask questions and read things from um from like bodybuilders or yeah bodybuilders pretty much and I hired a coach from there like someone that was just like on posting on the forums thinking back it was like a pretty awful coach gave me like a meal plan of like very rigid meals and um questionable training but it was someone to keep me accountable which is to be honest is very important in 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 bodybuilding or training in general it's just accountability is like probably the most important thing as long as you're not doing something absolutely insane and I wasn't so uh, it, was like first, it was like my first committed book and I wasn't playing basketball so what, uh, it was like I had time to recover and I wasn't in an energy deficit and I made some pretty pretty good gains over those 5 months or so over there and, and then by, when I came back I really wanted to do fitness modelling so I liked bodybuilding but I wasn't sure if I wanted to be a bodybuilder because it's it's kind of not really mainstream. It's you can't like really work in it as a job. It's kind of weird to be honest. But fitness modeling is different because you're like you know you look good. The guys are like good looking guys. Uh, you get like you know cover model gigs. You, you can make money from adverts and things like that. So I want to be a, I want to be a fitness model. And um, don't ask me how I'd ever make money in it, but that was my goal. So I looked up to this guy called Rob Riches he is still a pretty prominent fitness model but he was pretty big back then and he competed with an um with an organization called the WBFF which is a fitness ca- like organization uh, with um yeah fitness organization but it's not tested so pretty much nobody's natural but he competed with them and i looked up to him he has a great genetics he looks really really good and uh and he had this workshop on in London. So when I came back from Canada, I did this kind of mini eight-week diet with the same coach. And this was going to get me, this, you know, I, I pretty much cleared up my bank account and went to London by myself to do this workshop, which also included a photo shoot. So that was kind of my, kind of my first experience of like dieting for something. Um, and, you know, I looked good for 19, to be honest, not like probably nowhere near lean enough. I think I was 182 pounds. At 19 which is great it just goes to show how unlean i was i suppose or i don't know if that's the correct word but at the age of 27 i competed um that's this twenty-nineteen, and i was 175 pounds so i was actually seven pounds lighter uh eight years later but yeah i got a good taste of it and after that i i, I thought you know i really want to do this kind of bodybuilding thing but didn't really know what category or, or what I really wanted to do um obviously I didn't get any fitness model gigs or anything like that I think the winner of or he, Rob was going to pick out the best photo uh, out of all the people in the group and you would get like put forward for a magazine shoot in the end I don't think anybody got put port- forward so it was a bit of a scam um but it was like a yeah it was a lesson learned anyway and it was there was some nutrition stuff in there but it was all kind of bro science stuff and it wasn't really that educational to be honest so I went back to college, and I moved to France for a year for college because I was studying French. And over there, I I somehow I came across or hired a coach, um, a better coach, a more evidence-based coach, a guy called Connor Lavelli. I was following Lane Norton, um, who's a natural raw bodybuilder. You might know him from YouTube or whatever. Uh, pretty 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 good guy. Pretty well-known guy. And uh, I wanted to do like, I wanted him as my coach, but I wasn't working and he was charging like thousands of dollars. So the next best thing for me was to hire one of his clients, which is a guy called Connor, Connor Lavelli. And I really resonated with him because he was a pro-natural bodybuilder. He was about 24, I was about 20. And uh, and we had a good, you know, kind of working relationship for a while. And uh, I learned a decent amount from him. And I got some pretty decent results, obviously being in France for a year and like doing exchange, I drank a lot and ate a lot and got pretty heavy, I was pretty much bulking the whole time, I was bulking the whole time, and I got fat, fat as hell to be honest, I was at 20 and I was 210 pounds, and uh, considering I'm 205 pounds now, and that was 9 years ago or so, 8 years ago, um, you know that was you know it was pretty heavy considering so at the point over there I, I kept reading on bodybuilding kept reading the forums kept like trying to follow the shows and reading you know flex online and muscular development websites these were kinda of kept to date um, and I think I might have been following Matt August I think he was gonna kind of releasing vlogs around that time 2013 then I decided I want to compete but I wasn't sure again if I wanted to do bodybuilding so I when I came home from from France, I was heavy, like I said, heavy as hell. But I wanted to compete, so myself and Connor, we we started prepping, and I dieted from like June until or May June until around November, and I went from two ten to one seventy three, and it was a fitness organization, a small like Irish one, and uh, not many people on the show. But I I looked good. I looked I looked good to be honest for my first show like I came in lean. I was 173 on stage again, con- in contrast to uh, me competing in the last year I was 175, so obviously a lot leaner considering I have way more muscle. But I still looked really really good. I was respectable and it was good for, for a first show at the age of 21. I was, you know, a lot of people don't get as lean as I did. And it was it was hard, really hard to be honest. It was a lot of weight to lose in a short time and I kind of killed myself to be honest. And after that show, I kind of had these contest blues, basically, you know, I had a lot of identity wrapped up on how I looked and, and you know, being young, you want to look good and, you know, you post the photos on Facebook or whatever, Instagram wasn't around back then and people asking to see your abs, but I wasn't sure why I was binging after the show and couldn't stop eating and gaining so much fat so fast. And I started to kind of get like a little bit depressed, to be honest, and, you know, Dieting for that long and that hard, and body fat being low, testosterone and everything is going to be suppressed. So you're gonna you're gonna have the negative side e- side effects of lower testosterone, and if you're not prepared for them, or if you if you don't know that that's going to happen, it's pretty worrying. So I actually went to the doctor, and at that point, the doctor told me that we need to do like T R T. And the doctor obviously didn't know much about natural bodybuilding and kind of uh, you know the physiology behind dieting and what actually happens some doctors do some doctors don't but after a while I recovered didn't need it didn't need TRT um you know give it a month getting some extra getting some more body fat just eating in a surplus everything pretty much started to come back to normal but I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do um competing wise it was it was difficult toll to take it was it was pretty hard on my body and mentally it was difficult and I wasn't sure if that's what I wanted to do kind of going forward like bodybuilding. I still enjoyed bodybuilding but I lost a bit of love for it at that stage. And between 2013 and 2014, let me just take a drink. Between 2013 and 2014, I, I wasn't really sure if I wanted to do bodybuilding again or put myself through that. Nothing really kind of came of it uh, thought I thought it was going to be lean and everyone would like you know get lots of girls and all, all that sort of stuff obviously not the main reason I was doing it but I realized that I kind of isolated myself a lot in that prep and I kind of closed myself off to a lot of like college parties and things like that because I was dieting and it didn't really help me in any way it didn't really like the actual process of competing although there's a lot to learn if you're doing it during college and you like to party and drink and things like that which i did and you don't do them it's a big sacrifice and I, at the time i wasn't sure if it was that if that sacrifice was something that was that was worthwhile that i had made if i kind of had squandered away some time but nonetheless in 2014 i was kind of a little bit lost and i needed some guidance and at the time i was working a um, part-time job in college and i hired 3DMJ, so I heard of 3DMJ through a friend called Harry Ranson, who who I'd met at that photo shoot with Rob Riches when I was 19, he'd done his first show, I think 2013 or 14, and he worked with 3DMJ, he worked with Eric Helms, and I wanted to work with them, you know, I I was reading up about them, I think I saw them on YouTube, and I realised they were very evidence based, which is what I liked, and... I reached out to them and I ended up getting placed with Jeff Alberts. To be honest, I I really wanted at the time to be placed with either Alberto Nuñez or Eric Helms because they were the guys putting out the kind of fitness info and the, the science-y stuff and Jeff wasn't really that kind of person. Um but they, that's just the way it worked. I don't I don't know how they it depends who's free and you know who they who they feel you should best match with, but it was almost like a blessing in disguise so I wanted to make progress really fast all the time I wanted to be always pushing forward you know either cutting or walking and making progress week to week and you know in natural bodybuilding things just take time and Jeff like really taught me to you know trust the process and slow down and just you know enjoy the moment and not be so focused always on just results 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 because ultimately results don't come that fast and if you're always trying to go down the rabbit holes and stress over the minutiae you know you're going to burn out and that's not what I wanted and obviously that's not what he wanted for me either because then I would have left the sport of bodybuilding I wouldn't have done it anymore so fast forward to I worked with Jeff you know the whole time and fast forward to 2015 I decided that I wanted to prep I I'd, I'd left college in 2015 I'd start working in the technology sector um you know finish my business degree got an internship and I was making okay money, like, you know, better than the minimum wage. And I moved out and I uh, I wanted to I wanted to prep. So the goal was to do the WBFF. and this was the, the show that Rob Riches had won in in uh I can't remember, when I was in Toronto anyway, when I was nineteen. It was the, the organization that he competed with. So it was like stepping into his steps almost. So I was gonna do the amateur class, uh diet with um diet with 3 dmj and and prep there so 2015 started prep around december i can't remember my exact weight you know over 200 pounds anyway and and dieted it down kind of started youtube at that time as well and kind of did some vlogs and try to put some, some educational content up there always like kind of you know over the years i was still reading up learning and watching YouTube videos trying to read as much as I possibly could and following a lot of the 3 MJ stuff and anybody kind of associated with them to be honest a lot of it was more so parroting what other people said rather than coming up with my own kind of conclusions um, like I said I hadn't studied anything in college that was like related to that like the business but it wasn't really something that I overly enjoyed I loved fitness and health um, but but yeah i started prepping and started i traveled a lot through that year um i think i traveled to something like 16 countries my goal was like to travel um once every once every month at, at minimum to a new country while i prepped to kind of prove that i could travel and prep and it was a lot of fun to be honest it was a, it was a great like it was a great experience and traveled a lot and then i competed that August in Toronto again, so I was back in Toronto four years later, five years later, five years later actually. And uh, and I competed, yeah. So I did the WBFF, came in the fitness category again, it's not a tested show. I competed at around 182 pounds again, or 183 pounds. Um, and I did the fitness category, came like eight out of like 40 guys or something like that. So I was happy with that. But the guys who came top three, you know, they were they were huge. They're, it's not a tested show. These guys are massive. And after that, I was like, you know, can I do well in this organization? Am I going to be competitive at all? Am I kind of, you know, wasting my time almost? And it was also a very expensive experience to compete with the WBFF. It was like $500 just to compete. And then you have to, like, there's a, there's a fitness or there's like a model category round which is where you wear a suit and um, kind of like what I wanted to be honest but then you gotta buy the suit and you gotta use their tan which was like $250 and then you they want you to stay in the hotel and I felt like it was just a money-grabbing experience and and I remember being backstage and there was like a pro category and, um, and pretty much none of these guys are natural but some guy was like insulted me because I was like smaller I wasn't as big and like he was like kind of patronizing me asking me is it my first show which technically it was only my second show but i just felt like there was no camaraderie and they looked down on me because you know we were amateurs and they were pros even though in the outside world nobody really cared at all and again i kind of let after that show didn't didn't affect me as much as the first show mentally in terms of you know the rebound and the you know the physiological point like parts of it with this like my lower t- testosterone and all that because I was working with Jeff at this stage from 3dmj and I knew what was expected Jeff was like you know he would mean would have been like 47 years old at the time and he'd worked with like hundreds of clients um but I was kind of lost like I'm not sure if I want to do that again um at that point it kind of made it a change in my career I left the technology sector went to open a gym a small personal private training gym I got my personal training cert or degree or whatever you want to call it something that took me a few weeks basically it wasn't a degree but um, it got a personal training uh, cert so I could get insured and train people already knew a lot about training of course from like just my research and bodybuilding and all that videos and everything like that but I started open the gym left the technology company and um, and yeah, we did that for about a year and a bit. I did I started at, at the same time I started to do a bit of online coaching. The year was like twenty late twenty sixteen, early twenty seventeen. Started doing some online coaching. Um and I had a few online clients. I had a, a few clients in the gym. with were like group training sessions in a small gym. But i realized that i didn't really like it i didn't enjoy it at all i really like bodybuilding i really like training people who love training and you know who also like kind of bodybuilding style training and if you're in a gym where there's a, like it's a physical location you can really only train people who are close to that gym so we ended up just training you know everyday folk and people who just wanted to like lose weight or tone up a bit or lose a bit of fat and I didn't really enjoy it to be honest. And it was it was pretty tough hours. I was working very early and working very, very late, and I was doing split shifts and the money was really bad compared to my previous job, which wasn't even that much money. So I had to move home. And even living at home, I was struggling financially and I didn't couple that with not really enjoying it. I decided after about a year and a half that you know this isn't really what I want to do anymore and and I left so for a while I wasn't doing anything I was I had maybe two clients and um, that I coached online cuz some of them dropped away and I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do I you know only had my business degree Um, I was still training hard cuz I still love training my diet wasn't great at the time Like and for me diet being not being great means basically just eating more calories than I need and getting kind of fat so I got pretty fat and yeah I was starting to just kind of feel a bit lost to be honest so I ended up getting a job a couple of months later again and this was 2018 started working again at the technology industry um, because I didn't want to be a personal trainer I knew I could have got a job in a gym but I didn't like personal training and, and I always when I was younger I always saw guys in the gym who were personal trainers and even my first very first gym I saw personal trainers and I just it just wasn't a job that I wanted to to do. I'm I feel like I'm someone who's very cerebral, so like I th- I think a lot and I use my brain a lot and not that personal trainers don't use their brain, not to be kind of offensive, but I just felt like I always need to be kind of doing very challenging tasks with my brain and be something very mentally stimulating rather than physically. And with personal training I kind of found that I was doing a lot of monotonous stuff um like the same sessions we were doing group sessions so it was like the sa- very similar sessions over and over and i just couldn't wait for the day to be done to be honest and i didn't want to go back and start doing that again and i didn't have the level of ex- expertise to be training like professional athletes and i think that's an aspiration that a lot of people have when they're personal trainers that they'll train you know professional athletes or or like you know professional sports players or you know people who look bodybuilding and that's what we kind of tried to do to like get like a, a high-end gym for like high-end transformations or like people who like want to get shredded and ripped but we ultimately we didn't really get any clients that were like that we got maybe one or two and you know that doesn't pay the bills so I got a job again in the technology industry and um, and then later that year again 2018 I decided I wanted to hook up with Jeff again, I had more money again, I had money again, uh, I'd moved out again, kind of things were going smoothly and uh, and I wanted to prep again, I wanted to do, this time I wanted to do natural bodybuilding, so natural bodybuilding is something that I always wanted to do um, and I thought now I kind of had enough muscle to do it and this would be the right time, so I was like financially stable, I had a decent amount of muscle, I Wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, but I really wanted to go and do the muscle mayhem in California because I'd followed Matt August before previously and Jeff Nippard, all of these guys had done that show and it just looked like a lot of fun. And I wanted to go to California. I'd never been to California or I think I may have been once to San Francisco previously, but I was only there for like two days, but I wanted to go to do a road trip. So again, started prep in 2018 in late november early december 2018 and the goal was the muscle mayhem in california so working with jeff again started around 205 pounds or so and, and dieted down all the way to 200 and i think it was i don't know died all the way down to like 175 which i competed at the show so over this time as well I started to like really focus so when I started that job in 2018 in technology industry I also it wasn't really like 100% fulfilling like I still really loved fitness and I I did love coaching people but I didn't love personal training in person with general population so I like hired business coach as well to help me like with my business and try to get more clients and I started to build more clients and you know I had like you know 10 clients 12 clients 11 clients start building up my online clients Um, for people who wanted to compete or some people who did compete in bodybuilding I I was I was fairly knowledgeable at this stage like i had gone through already at this stage you know two competition preps I you know I was 20 25 or 26 now at this stage and you know i had been reading stuff a lot of it like I said at the start a lot of it junk but you know, it's been ten years at this point where I'm reading a lot of stuff like around training and nutrition, and eventually that filter got better as I followed the right people. I started building up my client base. Um, I, I did like I knew what I was talking about. I'd worked, you know, a, f- a full few years with Jeff at 3DMJ. I knew how he coached. I I you know I'd learned from uh, other sources, you know, free resources. Over that time, I started reading like Alan Aragon's research review. I, I signed up to um mass from uh from eric helms and mike Sordos in, in 2017 when that opened so i started reading all of these kind of um these resources that were not necessarily primary research but you know people basically learning from others um listening to podcasts all of these kind of things and then so i started competing at the time and at the same time getting more clients so i was kind of had my job and start working with clients um, and that client kind of build up, that client base kind of build up and then around around the same time, around 20, around the end of 2018, I decided just, just as about the same time I started my prep, I decided actually I, I really want to kind of try and go back to college and learn, you know, actually learn proper nutrition, like learn more about the biochemistry, learn the underlying um, you know, subjects, the hardcore sciences, so that I actually have a proper knowledge and learn how to properly read research, I'm not just kind of parroting or not just kind of, you know, straw manning things. And I, I, I tried to get into a few colleges. I'd been finished, you know, I finished my undergrad uh, at least three, four years at this stage. Um, and it's very it was very difficult to get into a degree program that wasn't full time. Because I, I couldn't pay bills working full time. I didn't have enough clients to pay, to pay you know the college tuition and also you know pay for rent and um, pay for my food and everything. So I needed something that I could do part time. And it was very difficult to find a part time course that would actually take me on because I had a business degree and you know a lot of them wouldn't let you do a master's degree. So the reason I wanted to do a master's degree was because I felt my knowledge was quite quite good my, my knowledge was actually quite good at the time where the point where of course I would, got, would have got some benefit from a bachelor's degree in say nutrition but some of it was like very very basic so like a lot of it was very basic so for example like I had bought some textbooks from nutrition before and was reading some of them at home but if I had went back to do a bachelor's degree I'd be starting with people who are 18 years old and fresh out of you know secondary school or high school and basically are taking you know they, they take them on as if they know absolutely nothing about nutrition but at this stage i've been reading you know nutrition for 10 years so i knew you know i knew the basics i knew you know more than the basics didn't really know chemistry that well or any of these things like i did that when i was like you know 16 17 in school but you know i didn't know undergrad level chemistry that you might learn but you know four year undergrad degree wasn't something that I was going to commit to willing to commit to for for time I didn't feel like it was the best return on investment for me and I wasn't going to get the most from it so I felt like if I could apply myself at a masters level I I could really do decently well so eventually um you know trying loads of colleges it was pretty hard to get in um I did get into one and got accepted into a uh, into UCD University College Dublin where I did actually my, my undergrad in food diet and health and I'll come to that but I, I didn't start that until later but for my prep so I dieted all the way through until July and I went over to the US competed in the Muscle Mayhem uh, which was my first natural show and over there I met um, or actually I realized that about, about three weeks before the show I realized that Eric Helms was going to be competing in my class and it was like kind of like a love hate thing because I've been following Eric for for many years like I said at this stage I, I you know my from like 2014 maybe even before that I knew who Eric was and it was 2019 now so I, I knew who he was and I was, used to consume all of his stuff cuz he was like the science guy in bodybuilding and he was posting some of his photos and you know videos of him getting ready for the show like dieting down and and he had not competed in many years I think since maybe 09 or maybe 2011 and You know, he was looking very, very good. He'd already competed in April. Um, I think that was his first show. He might have done another show after that between April and July. I can't remember. But he was looking shredded. So I saw Jeff Nitbard post some stuff online from him. A few others did. And I was like, it was great. It was like an honor to compete with Eric. But at the same time, I was like, damn. Because I was competitive. Of course, I wanted to win. My ultimate goal since I was like 18 and started following bodybuilding was to when I decided like I'm not going to do, you know, untested body, I'm not going to take steroids, that I I wanted to win a pro card, that was my goal, it still is my goal, but that was the goal back then, so I knew the muscle mayhem, the overall winner would win a pro card, I thought maybe even the class winner would, but there wasn't enough people in the class, Um. so it was like love hate, because I was like, yes I get to compete against Eric, but also, damn, I, I have to compete against Eric, you know, he's going to beat me. And I, I looked like I came in on point. I, I peaked, I I was in really good shape. I dieted for a long time, like, you know, December to July, but I came in like very, very, you know, looked very, very good. I, I was very, the leanest I'd ever been in my life. I had like, you know, visible stirrations in my glutes, had veins all over my legs, my abs, I was in good shape. You know, Eric was probably a touch leaner, but like, luckily enough, I have like a good structure. In terms of my clavicles and just my X frame, so to speak, and uh, it was very close. But I got the nod for the win and uh, went for the overall. And um, and you know I didn't win the overall. A guy called Marvin a Folk won the overall, and uh, so he won his pro card. Another guy who came, I don't know if he came second. Who came second? Myself or or Brian the Costa. But uh, there was three of us. But he. Myself and Brian didn't win, but Brian went on to win a pro card. Then the OCB uh, a couple of weeks later. But after that, then um, I came back and the, one of the kind of one of the kind of agreements I made with the MBFI, which in which is in Ireland, that if I did the show in in July in the US, that I would do the show in uh, September in Ireland, because I was supposed to you're supposed to do the Irish show before you do a show abroad. But obviously, logistically or chronologically, that doesn't make any sense because one was in July. But then I did the Irish show, and uh, I felt like there's a bit of pressure to be honest, because I did fairly well at the Muscle Mayhem, which is probably one of the most well-known shows in, you know, in bodybuilding in the states in natural bodybuilding. So I took my class at the overall in in Ireland. You know, came in, looked really good at the show. You know, looked maybe a little bit leaner, and and then took the overall as well, so very, very happy with that, and and just after that show, the Irish show, September, I then that's when I started my uh, master's degrees in nutrition, so I um, started doing that in, in UCD, master's level, food diet and health, and it was very, very, very hard, to be honest, um, it's much easier to do something in college, obviously, when you really, really like it, when you enjoy it. So I applied myself. I read a lot, like compared to like my undergraduate degree, I would never ever do any of the additional readings or barely read any of the books unless I had to do them for the test. Same way for everybody, for most people at least who do undergrads at a young age. But for the masters, I read a lot, but it was very hard, like very difficult so learning, like chemistry, like one of my one of my modules was just chemistry, which was very difficult, like learning about, you know, bonds and structures these kind of things is very hard um but but i enjoyed it and um and i did that for a year so technically i actually have a i have a grad cert it's called um because i changed university but but anyway um so i started that prep or started the college and after the call co- during um you know, during me starting college, I was still prepping. I was still prepping because I got qualified for the WMBF Worlds in, in New York. And I was off two minds whether I was going to compete or not because it had been a long season. I'd been dieting since November the previous year and it was September now the following year. Um, you know, I, I it was a long diet, so like it was easier than a very harsh short diet, but it's also still still difficult to, to diet for a long time. Especially since I'd been like pretty much show lean since July. And now it's like, you know, September, end of September. But I said, you know, I may not ever have the opportunity again to compete on a world stage. Get to com- represent Ireland again. Like the last time I represented Ireland was when I was like 18 playing basketball. So I went and I competed. But just the stress of my university and the dieting and just, you know, overall just fatigue and, and mental fatigue, with just dieting. I started to lose muscle and I just looked worse on stage uh, come November when the show was, Um, you know, I stuck to the plan and I stuck to to everything, but I was doing like 20,000 steps a day for like four months now at this stage, maybe even longer, Um, so it was just stress was like, you know, 100%, And, um, and I just had a tired physique on stage, you know, for want of a better word. Um, and that's kind of when I shut down the season and that's the last time I competed so you know don't plan to get back on stage Um so I actually just to, to note on that I came fifth in my class I think there was nine people in my class so not the worst in the world in the middleweights at the world level It was a stacked class some some pretty really good physiques in there um, the winner won a pro card but I even if I had my best physique I probably would have been third at best um but yeah but that's where I that's where I kind of left off my bodybuilding so far so after that focused on my college and um, got the postgrad cert actually changed to a different masters now that I had you know I'd already been enrolled in this nutrition masters I could now kind of shop around a little bit more and use my kind of my current um my current Nutrition master's enrollment as a like bargaining power to get into other colleges, so I changed it to uh, applied sports nutrition. So it's something that I like, it's more specific and um, kind of related. So everything that I do and read, I can always look at the lens through bodybuilding and, and you know, resistance training. Whereas when I was doing you know pregnancy or like nutrition for pregnancy or nutrition for elderly people or nutrition you know bio uh, you know microbiology you can't really look at those through the lens of bodybuilding whereas when you're doing sports-specific nutrition you can so that's why I switched to University in London which I'm still currently in probably gonna finish maybe this year or well not this year and this kind of a- this academic year which will be actually next year um, or maybe even the year after depending on how long I drag it out Um, but that's pretty much it where I am for now I don't have any plans for competing in uh you know in, in anytime soon i want to you know first of all i want to continue my studies and make that a priority and i want to get do really well in that so i have the opportunity to perhaps do a phd if i want i um, don't know if i want to do that just yet but i want to have that opportunity to refuse so i want to focus on that not let prep affect it by having you know no energy or no time to study or give as much time as i would like I want to focus on then you know my clients as well i'm building that up more and just making sure that i give them the best experience as well and i've got like a couple of guys competing next year so i'm really looking forward to helping them in the same show that i did in ireland um and then maybe the year after that that's when i'll c- compete but you know the stage will always be there my goal ultimately is to win a pro card so i really want to when i come back to the stage i want to m- make sure that i have made some strides in my physique and not just competing for the sake of it i am competitive and after all as well and I do think I have like the 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 structure and the genetics and the muscle size to at some point you know be very competitive for a pro card I've already already proved that I can be competitive but I want to make sure that the next time I go back that I'm you know doing well in terms of competitive as well but that's pretty much a rundown on on me a lot it's been a long rundown but um, if you enjoyed this episode let me know if you have any questions um, but hopefully it gives you some context for for future episodes I'm talking some stuff that you're not understanding why I'm saying that um, or why I'm responding in certain ways. But if you do have any questions or anything like that, let me know. And if you do want to talk about coaching, you can uh, get a free contest prep course at um, in the show notes or you can go to helpmastery.co. And uh, if you liked it, please leave a review a rating they always help with the algorithm and get more listeners and uh other than that i'm gonna leave it here and uh if you're listening when this is going up online it's probably going to be the last episode of the year and definitely the last one before christmas so have a happy christmas if you celebrate that and uh and thank you for listening